Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Uh, Ron. When you start with a gasp like that, I, I don't know, I know what to do. Do you it's oversleep? What happened? You overslept? Well, I have to say, you know how the, the power got a little messed up last week or whatever, oh. everything got a little... I, anyway, we could move beyond that. But my circadian rhythm, I think, has, has just not recovered. Can we just move beyond that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any, no Can one we cares. just move beyond the fact... You know what I think is hysterical about the power outage? Which I'm yet to get to the very bottom of. Yeah, I've, very, you know, Lana, I've done the some very, digging. The very, very bottom. I bet you've done some digging. You came up with nothing. I can't find it. I That's can't so imagine. so funny. I- that is so funny that you're running the investigation into yourself and you can't figure out what's going on. Are you growing your mustache back? Well, honestly, Ronna, all it takes is for one person. Do you one remember last compliment. week? One compliment. That's all it took. <laughs> Isn't that the most one pathetic compliment, thing you've ever heard? And I just heard? noticed you're growing your mustache back. For just a minute. We just got to keep ourselves entertained in quarantine. But if we can't get two or three extra compliments to quarantine, what can we do? Ron, I'll be honest with you. I'm growing a disguise because I, I, don't, I don't need to be found out with it. Listen. So here's what I think is fascinating. Mm. I-I-L. Okay, yeah. You know what that means? In real life. In real life. Sure. In real life. In Rana's lounge. In Rana's lounge. Also true. Uh, on in Rana's lanai, yeah. the sauna broke because it did. maybe somebody left a tequila glass. Maybe was somebody was on a little bit of a nine one one high on the I night of their see- episode and was swanning around and dropped a tequila glass or some, or some or some gojong uh, Korean ribs or whatever it was. Uh, they were no good. one is entirely sure what happened. Except I know, no one. Well, yeah. maybe someone is sure, but maybe someone decided to let someone off the hook. But I think it's fascinating that I I L the sauna broke. Then we brought it back, it did. and then sauna privileges was installed, and everybody was thrilled, and we, there were cheers around the around the land from People across the nation. People were excited, and they got to join the sauna. Yes. Then you managed to break the virtual sauna somehow. I don't know what you're, Rana. You poured virtual tequila all over sauna privileges last week. Somehow, if, you, if you're talking, and that about, video didn't go up, and I had to. Do you know how embarrassed I was to post a link? Can you yeah. think of anything lower than posting a link, as though it doesn't stream in the page? I know, honestly, Rana. What I, sort of operation are we running? I have to. I have to tell you. First of all, I'm not entirely sure Yadvin is out of the woods on this one <laughs> because I, I'm going to be honest. I lit a little bit of a, of a grease fire. Oh. Yeah. I was trying to deep fry some, I got some of those gigantic. Mars bars. Bars. 
Oh, oh, you're running a Renaissance festival over there at the, at the It just sounded show. so good. Anyway, there was a grease fire. Don't look at the ceiling the next time you walk in here. Um, and anyway, I got really scared. And I, the thing you're not supposed to do, by the way, is, is throw is, water um, on a grease fire. That's what you're not supposed yes, to do. Yes, that is what you're not supposed to do. So anyway, I screamed for Yadvina. <laughs> I couldn't find her. And the lights were going a little berserk because of the smoke. And, and so um, mm-hmm. I ended up going to the circuit breakers and just going just to calling the whole thing off. Yeah. yeah. And um yeah. and I had to unplug all the electricals and then I just overslept and didn't plug them back in. So anyway, I do want to say that until we get a fire extinguisher in here, the links might be late. I don't it know what else to say. So nice having a man in the house, you know? Thanks. Who just takes care of everything. I mean, that's been one of the most wonderful things about having you around. It's normally just me and I have to figure out who do what handyman do I have to call to do this to yeah. do that? But I'm here to help. I'm here and to do it. And you have just taken on all of that role in quarantine, and that's true. And has by really the way, Ron, I don't charge you for any of us. <laughs> well, you still, I still keep getting your Venmo requests for the beefsteak tomatoes. Yeah, that's just, but that's it. I'm your still get every week or every couple of days, I get another Venmo request because I don't know if you know how to use Venmo. I don't know if you're forgetting. Oh, I'm getting the requests. <laughs> I'm getting the requests. Well, anyway, the point is this: the link went up. Thank you, Rana, and and um, you know the powers, the powers back up, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fry turkey legs in here anymore. Okay, well, we got to get to our cliffhanger, but we could oh announce, we could announce our body pats winners if we wanted to, but we could, be, or we can do it. Wait, let's get to our cliffhanger. Let's do it. You read it, Rana, because I, I read it on the free. That's feed. certainly true. You did. This was, I have to say, we have had some fabulous cliffhangers lately. Yeah, I mean, real cliffhangers, real sexy, scary. Uh, cliffhangers. Did you say, oh, you know what someone taught me, which I haven't done it yet, but I'll tell you, I'll tell you a little secret, a little, a little, this is actually carriage house secret. I wouldn't tell this on the free feed. Cause to be honest with you, I don't think the free feed people even understand the importance of this and why it's important to go the extra mile. Really only carriage house, uh, important people could understand the importance of this. Wow. I was Zooming with the photographer friend of mine. Cute. And she told me that what you should do is go into pages, a word or whatever, and open a white document on the back of your, on the desktop of your computer, uh-huh. especially if you're on a big monitor. Uh-huh. And then, you know, do hide others with all your other things except your Zoom and make your Zoom window sort of as small as you possibly can. I'm not doing this at this moment. So what I don't want to hear is people say, oh, but Rana, I noticed this or I noticed that. Okay, I'm sure. not doing it at the moment. God, I'm this just is a great tip, sharing this. Open the white page and then you'll get the white bounce onto your face. So instead, what made me think of it was when I moved the paper across with the questions. You felt the bounce. I wanted to see if I was going to see when I moved the paper, I get a little bit more of a light bounce. And then I remembered that she told me that. So that's my Tom Ford tip for everybody. And by the way, you could only see the tip in action if you're a sauna privilege member. Oh, it's so true. Oh, that's right. The people that are just listening have no idea what I'm talking about. So there are levels. There are levels. There are levels. And who knows? We might be introducing more of them. Okay. We never know. Hello, beautiful Rana, Brian, and distinguished guest. Love the show, which we don't have a guest because we're- <clears throat> This yeah. is- this. <laughs> Was that a buzzer? Did you do a buzzer? 
<laughs> in my life, <laughs> I, in my life, I couldn't have ever imagined you making a buzzer sound. I don't know if I've ever done it. <laughs> it might be the first time. If we were on the newlywed game and said someone said, what's the most unlikely sound? And they gave me a list of four sounds that you could make. I'd say buzzer. No question. Should, he would never do a buzzer. I don't know that I've ever done it. <laughs> Maybe I've been watching too much Family Feud. Oh, that was real. Have you been watching? Did you watch Family Feud at night? Oh, no, that, that was Price is Right at night. Price is Right at night. I didn't watch that. I need to go back and watch. But I've been watching Supermarket Sweep on YouTube, old episodes. And I've been watching. This is real free feed, honestly. <laughs> yeah, this and is I've very been free feed. Family Feud. Yeah, let's save this for the free feed. But I will say, it. people, was, someone was saying to me, think about that, how amazing that was that RuPaul was on nighttime. I mean, Price is Right, which is the most down the road, middle of America. Look at how the world has changed. The jo- yeah, you're right. But anyway, that was saying how wonderful that was that he was on uh, Family Feud. This is so free feed. This whole well, ep- this episode should be called Free Feed. I mean, on- <laughs> Free Feed bonus. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of Free Feed, let's get back to our cliffhanger. Probably. I prefer I'd prefer anonymity. Thank you. By the way, that's one of the things I'm very impressed with you about. Wherever you leave off in a letter, I think it's something you feel very strongly about. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. You never go back to the beginning of the sentence. You will only ever pick up (laughs) from the word that you left off on. I've never noticed that, but you're right. The next line is, here's the rub. I'm a single. if If I interrupted, you would say... You would, I would go back and read, here's the the rub again. And you would say, mom, on a couple of dating apps. <laughs> Who has the time, Rana? <laughs> here's the rub. I'm a single okay. mom on a couple of dating apps. I happened to be on Tinder and came across my cousin's husband. Mm-hmm. I don't speak to my cousin regularly, but I do speak to her sister quite often. What do I do? My married cousin is gorgeous fun and has been living her best life by all accounts. She's already been married once before to a stone, a bum and the new husband seemed much more mature, hardworking and dedicated. I am gobsmacked to read in his profile that he is in a loveless marriage and his wife isn't taking care of him. Put a pin in that. I want to talk about that. Woe is him. I really hesitate to tell anyone. I feel like Dan Savage would tell me to mind my own business. Maybe that's the right way to go, but I just feel really upset on her behalf. She deserves better than this. I thought about telling his sister to get her to get her advice, but that would essentially just be me putting my burden on her. I think I'd want to know if my husband, uh, I think I'd want to know if it was my husband, but maybe ignorance is bliss, especially now, sincerely, unfortunately aware. The thing I'm putting a pin in is I didn't know you could intend to just look for mistresses. In your profile, you can put married, but sort of wish I wasn't. I have no idea. I wonder if that's, he could be writing that in a paragraph about himself or something like in a Yeah, but I mean, who, isn't that unbelievable that you would just. It's unbelievable. It's so That's what Ashley Madison is, isn't it? Where you Or sugardaddies.com or one of those. It's so, it's so disrespectful. And it's, it's just information that's not even needed. Well, it's a real psychotic move because it's the kind yeah. of, th- it's the equivalent of when a guy said, and we're going to get off topic here a little bit, but I'll, we'll come right back. It's li- the equivalent of when someone says, just so you know, I'm not looking for a relationship. 
when you start dating them and then you date them for six months or six years. And they say, I told you at the beginning, I wasn't looking for a relationship. People and you think, but you called me six times a week. You took me to dinner. Yeah. You took me to Paris. You took me to this and that. And then when I said, we've been going together for seven years, you think we should consider moving in together? You said, I told you I wasn't looking for a relationship. It's absurd. That's that's actually disgusting. You know, it's a clause in a contract at the beginning of the contract. It's just an easy out. Yeah, it's like a prenup. Yeah. What Um, What do you think about this? You know, normally I don't think people should get involved. I actually think you should... I don't know the best way to do this because usually, of course, you want to do something like this in person. Not especially... Okay. If quarantine weren't happening, I would screen grab that profile. Mm. And I would meet with your cousin and say, um, I noticed this, whatever, my friend noticed this. I know you might not like that I'm telling you this, but this is who you're married to. I mean, he references you in a dating profile and calls it loveless and that he's not being taken care of. With quarantine, it's really, because I doubt he's dating right now. If he is, that's another get out of their situation. If he's like sneaking out and doing something. That's true, yeah. But um, I don't know. I I think this is an instance where I would want to know because this guy seems like he's begging to get caught. Yeah. I don't know who would write such a thing. It's so, that is so mean. It is. It's, it's nasty and it's humiliating and it's in some ways because it's public. I mean, to some extent it's public, even if, okay, it's a paid service. Okay. There's still 40,000 people on the paid service. I mean, whatever it is, she saw it. People are seeing this. So the wife is being discussed in a forum without her permission, which is humiliating. It just is. I mean, I'm not saying she should take it as humiliating. I'm saying he is dealing her a public humiliation of some kind. Yeah. The notion of a loveless marriage such an such an empty thought such an empty i mean life is so much more complicated you know it's such a it feels like such a thing you would hear on like an 80s nighttime drama i'm in a loveless marriage right that that's some sort of an excuse because as though uh, really I, I think what he wants to say is sexless is my guess yeah though who knows maybe he's still having sex with his wife all the time right i know couples that have broken up that the whole marriage is irreparable they hate each other's guts and they would still have sex until the moment they <laughs> sign the divorce papers. I mean, Fine. they just, they, I mean, yeah, I mean, may as well get something out of it, I suppose. Yeah. But I sort of think she says the thing about, she doesn't want to put the burden on the, on the sister. If you're really close with the sister, I sort of think you should discuss it with the sister. Do you think that's crazy? No, I don't actually. I think I think that this is someone who, especially if this isn't a cousin you talk to a lot, it might actually be less embarrassing coming from her sister. I think you ha- should say, well, first of all, keep in mind whatever the dynamic is between the two sisters. Because if the sisters are jealous and dislike each other and all of that, it's really, right. it would be double embarrassing. If they have that kind of competition, it would be doubly embarrassing for the sister this is happening to, for that sister to have something on her. 
Totally. So you don't want to give her that just because and you I don't know also, how to deal with it. But if that they're sister close, will know like, yes, you where say she to can her, go or what. Yeah. I came across this thing and I don't know if I should talk to Molly about it or not. Molly. Who's Molly? Molly's going to be the name of this, the one who's being cheated on. Okay. That's cute. Like Molly and me. Uh, that was a sad movie. That was, I never saw it, but the dog was cute. From the I didn't see it either, but I could just tell it was sad. Yeah, I can't watch anything about an animal. <laughs> an animal that doesn't make it the hallway, I can't watch it. And I don't want, but I also don't want to watch anything about an animal that drives a car or gets into a scrape, but, you know. It's true. That I Milo Ventimiglia did some sort of a dog movie last year. Like Racing in the Wind with My Dog or uh, something? Yeah, something equally <laughs> as poetic as that title. Yeah. And The Art of Racing in the Rain. That's yeah. what it was called. That, that's, Any, was the Art called. of Anything. Uh-uh. Is a problem. No thanks. Thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> there goes the buzzer. We have to do a thumbs down, which is only for sauna privileges. They can see the thumbs down. They can't. And this see is the- all. I look like Joaquin Phoenix and Gladiator <laughs> when I do it. Oh, one of my favorite films of all. I time. know it is. You. That's a movie you say you can watch anytime. I'll tell you something. I watched another Australian movie over the weekend. I'll tell you about it. Even oh, though we're not doing Quiff today, I'll give you honey. a little extra hint about what I watched over the weekend. I watched oh, so many great films over the weekend. I did too. I watched a couple, but yeah. And there's one that I wished I had chosen for Quiff, which I almost decided to choose for Quiff just because I wanted to talk about it with you. But well, but I'll mention it in a minute. Anyway, I think you should say to the sister, look, I was on Tinder. I came across this thing. I'm I'm really upset about it, but I don't know what to do. And I'm sorry to have to bring this to you, but my I assume you know a little bit more about what's going on in their house and their marriage than I do. Mm-hmm. And what I don't want to do is I don't want to embarrass Molly. And maybe Molly is living <laughs> in <laughs> maybe Molly is living in bliss here. Maybe this is how she likes it. Maybe she likes this guy's more together and she likes the way that feels and how it looks to the world. And maybe she only cares about how things look to the world. This marriage is going to fall apart one way or the other anyway. It it really is. Yeah. It would be nice if it was maybe, depending on what Molly's like, it would be nice if it was a little bit more in her control to make the decision instead of having it happen to her again, so to speak. Couldn't agree so more. I think you should talk to the sister if if they have that kind if you have that kind of relationship or if they have that also have that kind of relationship. If not, I sort of think you stay out of it. Yeah, as infuriating as that is, especially listen, now. My advice is usually to stay out of it, but you just to, you're right. I mean, pressure's high right now. I don't know. I mean, you're, you're, she's going to be in the same house as this person. Did she mention that they had a family? She didn't. They, she doesn't mention, and I did wonder about that. My, yeah. I, my guess is maybe she has kids from the, an earlier relationship, and they don't have kids together. But I do think that but this the marriage is know, doomed. I do think that the sister will know better than the cousin about how to handle this yeah. and whether or not, if, a, if the sister says, butt out, then butt out. Or just pick the person that is the person that is closest to that cousin. Who yeah. some, but the most important thing I would say, because families are very tricky, is pick someone you trust. So yes. if that's your mother, if that's your cousin's mother, if that's a different cousin, someone that you who knows the, all the dynamics and that you trust. But I think 
probably you stay out of it. It's going to, I mean, if this guy is so openly posting like this, it's pretty brazen. You're not yeah. the only person that's seeing it. They obviously no. live in the same <sighs> area. Dirtbag. And it's going to come out. He wants it to come out. Also, yeah. he's a jerk. Don't he's feel such bad. A jerk. Don't feel bad. This is not, they've been married for 20 years and someone is feeling neglected and the other person makes a mistake and are they going to stay together and they're not going to, this is not This bad. guy probably goes home every night and is like, by the way, you know you're lucky to have me or some shit like that. Yeah, they've only been awful. married for a minute. And also, um, it is, I, I do sympathize with this listener. It's horrible to have the burden of information it like is. that unless it's someone you really can't stand. <laughs> but even then, it's sort of horrible, this sort of information. But you it know what? There's all kinds feeling. of things going on in people's relationships and all kinds of bargains that people make. Totally. And you just can't, it's okay to not say everything. It really is. Yeah. And, but I think you should tease this out a little bit more and see if there's someone you can discuss it with. Not because I have I mean, to say her her letter is very kind. She isn't saying, yeah. we're not getting a letter where she says, can you believe this? No. She's saying this stinks. What should I, I do about it? Yeah. yeah, what should I do? Yeah. I also think that the answer is different pre-COVID because presumably he's not going out and seeing someone right now. Well, um, who knows what he's doing, yeah, but what we do, know. or if he's having these dates of online, you know, masturbating or whatever he's doing, <laughs> but, <laughs> eh, but <laughs> Ron, I'm not so going to have funny. any voice tomorrow from doing so that. So funny. <laughs> oh, really? Just from doing three buzzes? You're going to lose your it's instrument very, from three very... buzzes? Ron, my instrument is working. Well, you better make sure you make yourself a hot tea after this. <laughs> All right, we better move on. Attention, Carriage House members, Rana here to tell you all about Anchor.fm. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create our podcast. And let me tell you something. You can use it to create a podcast of your own. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, if you're that sort of person. I have a staff, excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities are totally endless. So download the free Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss. I just want to say. Yeah. To catch a thief. Sure. Extraction. That's the new uh, Chris Hemsworth one where he's trying to be Russell Crowe on Netflix. Oh, did you watch it? I absolutely did. Okay. I watched. The Wrong Missy. I watched, I watched the wrong Missy, which, which I love. Lauren Lapkus was absolutely fabulous. She's amazing in it. She's a star. I watched Alien. Vom- I've never seen it. Vampire, 1932 Danish film on Criterion about a vampire. Grace. And I, watched, I think that well, I think that was it. I watched Waiting for Guffman in honor of Fred Willard. Oh, Fred Willard. I know. I watched. Um, oh God, what was the other thing? Oh. Um, Alien you watch, Ridley Scott, fabulous. I had never seen, I'd never, I'd only seen weirdly Aliens, which was also great. Yeah. But I, I had never seen the original. Alien. And the last night I watched Ghost World. And tonight oh. I'm watching The Great Beauty. Did you ever see that? No, what's that? 
it's on Criterion and it's this, I just saw the trailer and it's from like five, 10 years ago in Italy. And it just looks incredible. It looks gorgeous. The Great Beauty. The Great Beauty. Okay. It looks really neat. It's set in like 60s swinging realm. To Catch a Thief was killing me. All I wanted was to go to the French Riviera. Grace Kelly. I mean, I am having such a love-assance with Grace Kelly. She made about six movies. She stopped. She got married at 25 and never worked again. And Hitchcock was sure he could get her to come back and do another movie and blah, blah, blah. She just never came back. She went out. Jimmy Stewart. Uh, Well, she probably should have come back because I have to be honest with you. She drove her daughter crazy, apparently. I mean, you know, her daughter, what, maybe killed her? Well, is it, what is the gossip that Stephanie was driving? Is that the gossip, the gossip is that Stephanie was driving and they were in a huge fight and that the, the that it truly was an accident. Yeah. Um, but the gossip is yeah that Stephanie was driving. But Stephanie was actually driving not Grace. Was that the wasn't the, isn't that one version of the story? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Stephanie And they just sort of like protected Stephanie in that she way. She was always very troubled, Stephanie. Stephanie I love because she used to wear just like champion sweatshirts like straight up from Target with like an enormous pearl necklace. Yeah. The no, best. she was really the dirty. She married a circus performer. Yeah. <laughs> then she married her bodyguard. Then she married I mean it was all like that. And she always and she was beautiful but she had that hard living look. Yep. Yeah. She sure did. She had been through it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next question. But I okay. really wanted Carrie Grant's wardrobe in To Catch a Thief. So, you know, I've never seen Catastrophe. Oh, see, so maybe we will add it to the quiff because it was what cold chicken and beer. That's all, that's all Grace Ke- Grace Kelly. She, were, she worked opposite Jimmy Stewart, Carrie Grant, Bing Crosby. They would just bring her in and make these to old dogs look sexy again. Yep. And she wouldn't bet. And there is a scene. It's Grace Kelly's traveling with her mother at a, the casino. And they're at the casino. And Cary Grant and the mother is, you know, probably 46 playing but looks 86. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the mother keeps making all of these comments about, oh, well, how come you haven't hit on my daughter yet? And the daughter's 22 and Cary Grant's 51. Sure. And it was just hysterical because the idea that the mother would even think that that was an okay pairing as a, I mean, just the idea that Cary Grant, I mean, he's Cary Grant, of course, but the, just the idea that he was such a viable option to a 22 year old girl. She talks to Cary Grant, like he's 28. Like, of course, why wouldn't these two 20 year old people want to be together? That, I mean, I'm going to say something very controversial. Oh boy. You had sex with Cary Grant. Because Audrey Hepburn in her career served the same purpose a lot of the time, where mm-hmm. like she would be opposite Gregory Peck or Cary Grant. I yeah. think Grace Kelly does it better. Uh, I agree. I don't know that she was a better actress, but there's just the quality. They have no. a similar quality. Grace Kelly is not an actress. She's a movie yeah. star. She's a movie star. And she is, there is a scene, Brian, which she walks through the, she says, let's go down to the, the other thing is every guy says no to her over and over and over again. And it bounces right off of her. Cause she knows she's, she knows she's going to get it in the end because she knows she's the long term and not the short term. But what an unbelievable quality that if every time somebody wounded you, you didn't think, Oh, well, I guess he's not interested. You just thought, well, how about two thirty instead? Yeah. She, she, well, okay, dinner in my suite at six and then drinks at eight and da 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 da. Nope, I'm not coming. I'm not doing this. She, 8 30. Yeah. And they just, she just wears them down. Cold chicken and beer. 
She just, oh, well, I already made a picnic and I gave the chauffeur the day off and I'm, how else are you going to get where you're going? I'll just drive you. I mean, she just, but she is, there is a scene where she says, let's go down to the beach and she, <laughs> she emerges in an, some kind of an Edith head creation. Sure. And she uh, and it is so funny, just like in Rear Window, where she's where she's swanning around, showing you this dress and the way it opens, and then how this yeah. one closes, and wearing take, a Dior dress to his apartment that costs like fifty thousand dollars, taking the nightgown out of the out of the suitcase and That's just giving it, giving you a quick prices right of it, and then putting it on, and she comes out and she just comes out, puts her hands on her waist, and pauses, lets everybody take her in. And then she walks down to the beach. And Fabulous. I'm not kidding. Everyone in the lobby falls over as she walks by. It's hysterical. Okay. Next question. Okay. Should we go to the question? You have next to or- watch it because now South of France is on our list. This tour that we're taking. I oh can't wait. I can't- Rana. It's aching. I don't know when the next time we'll be in the United States is once we leave. Honestly, we, like- I'm putting $100,000 aside. I'm just putting it aside. I'm just moving it over and putting it aside because we have so much work to do. Honestly, that reminds me for a sourcing trip and waiting for Guffman, which I watched the other day when, when um, he goes to the city council and he goes, I hate doing this. It's so uncomfortable for me, but I need some more money for the show. And they go, how much do you need? He goes, a hundred thousand (laughs) dollars. And they go, go, Our budget for the year is fifteen. $100,000. The only thing better than the performances in Waiting for Guffman, which I, I mean, in all these Christopher Guest movies. Yeah. But Christopher Guest, when he's watching the audition, that audition scene between Fred Willard and, uh, yes. and, and Catherine O'Hara. Catherine O'Hara. And they're wearing the matching sweatsuits and he's still got his sunglasses on his head. And, you know, they've just come in from a jog, that couple. Yes. Christopher Guest is just watching. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's not just taking it in. He is responding to yep. how incredible their terrible audition is. I mean, he's yep. such an amazing straight man. He if really you, if is. you even want to call it, he's not exactly a straight man, but he's an incredible listener as yep. a comedian. His eyes just lock right in, and he is he's giving so, so much back. He seems yeah. he seems like such an aloof character and that probably he wouldn't be that fun to know as a person. No, or, I think he's one of those who's probably like so funny, but a little bit. I once saw he and Jamie Lee Curtis them. having breakfast at a little quotidian. And I wanted to say to both of them, get what out. What was of their here. dynamic? Get out of here. Get out. I, what do you think? But it was in Beverly they... Hills, so where were they going to go get? Where else were they going for a quick get? That's, a I mean, coffee? listen, that's a place. And to I hide was out. there, so how can I? I mean, how could I complain? I was there for the exact same reason, hoping they wouldn't notice me. Excuse me. Yeah. Well, Rana, I have to say, it's a good thing you didn't open your mouth while you were there because they instantly would have noticed. No, I before. cowered in the corner. I didn't want anyone to say I saw Rana Glickman at Lipitino. Were you at least able to face out? I watched them. Of course, I watched the dynamic. What was I going to do? Not watch. They yeah. seemed like two people that had been married for a hundred years that hated each other but weren't going anywhere. I think they probably hated each other from the beginning. Yeah. They and, don't look like yeah, they just seem like they would have strong opinions. But and, they don't want anyone else's opinion either. They no. want each other's opinions and that's fine. And they hate each other's guts, but also they're both the best of that. So and who else are they, they gonna must, get? And they must realize, like, this relationship can go so far because they've never worked together. 
And he's one of those people that is totally brilliant, but you absolutely know that when he's not working, he hates everyone else's guts, that he reads variety or whatever incessantly and says, that sounds stupid. That sounds stupid. He's a hack. She has no talent. Why are they putting that together? That he, and that he feels, he feels very, you can tell he feels being on the sidelines in his bones. You can also tell, by the way, I bet you, I don't know this for sure, but David Lynch does this and I could see Christopher Guest doing this. I bet he casts off of like a conversation he has with somebody and not a read. Do you know what I mean? Like, I yes. bet he's like, uh, well, and then if they bring up the part, he's like, oh, well, now you don't have it. Or, you know, he just seems like one of those that's like, let's go to coffee if I'm interested. We'll talk about anything else. Yes. And then I'll let you know if you got it. Or There's not. a quality he's looking for. Yeah. But I will say this. All of that, I think, is true. But as a collaborator and as a scene partner, brilliant, he gives so much to the other performer. Yeah. He does not give an aloof performance. He is no, giving. He's brilliant when he's watching them perform and, and really taking it in, really thinking how wonderful <laughs> they are. I mean, he's giving them that energy, and then they're reacting off of that energy. Yeah. And Spinal Tap, you can see through the whole movie, too. Oh, God. That's a movie I wouldn't mind watching again. It's been a while. Add it to the list. Add it to the list. Brian, are we going to give more advice? Are we going to sit here and talk all day? We're going to give more advice. Okay, should we, we go to We haven't even gotten to our updates. Or our, should we do, do that first, or should we do another question? Let's do some updates. Okay, let's do our update. Okay. Well, first of all, a reminder that the book club airs next week. Yes. Next Friday, a week from today, we're reading Beautiful Ruins by Jess Walter. Yes. So please send us your questions and your comments and everything regarding the book. Yes. To, uh, to, to send it through the Patreon. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And And by the way, okay, we made an announcement with the last body pets. We said to people, send through the Patreon, you guesses. They can guess on the message board if they want to, but if they want to win, they have to send it through the Patreon. Sure. About three people paid attention to that. Read the directions, okay? When there's a post or a contest or in anything in life, read (laughs) the directions, okay? You're not wrong, Ron. Just read them once. That's all I'm asking. That's all. Listen, it's an easy ask. So the people that read our directions were who? We should tell them. Yes. Okay, I'm pulling it up. Jackie Dagano. That's a good name. Assuming I'm pronouncing it correctly. I think you are. Josh Campson, who is very active on socials. He's an attorney and he also is a Peloton uh, writer. You and you. I mean, this is getting. Brittany, no last name from Porter Ranch. Honestly, I feel like I have to join Peloton just to get to know your friends. Well, I don't know why you're not. It's sitting right there in the carriage house. What are you afraid to use it? A little bit, yeah, because yeah. it seems like everything I touch turns well, to That is bon- true, and I will crap. be upset if you sweat all over my Peloton. Yeah, but I, mean, so I'm not I did order it. another one for you to come, but the back out is about six weeks right now. Brittany from oh, Porter Ranch. Thanks. Can you believe we have someone from Porter Ranch listening to this show? I wonder if In the carriage Vivica- house? That's so free feed, Porter Ranch, don't you think? Do you want to know what? They might be neighbors with Vivica Fox because she lives there too. Is that where that house is? Yeah. Her dream house, her dream house. That was Porter Ranch. I wondered where that was. Porter Ranch. Yeah. Interesting. So Porter Ranch is near Valencia or where? Which way is Porter Ranch? You go. Or is it in the valley? I've only ever really passed it once. And I I think it's in the valley. I think it's 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 Oh, it's on the 118. 
over there. I think it's something off the 118. I think that that sounds right. When I saw that backdrop, I just thought to myself, where in Los Angeles is there a place where there's a development and then nothing but hills behind it? That there were still things not developed there. Yep. Andrew Johnson won, which is fabulous because he's been, he he was a wonderful president. And then just (laughs) I think he was a horrible president. Andrew Jackson was the president, not Andrew Johnson. Who was the president Johnson? What was his first name? He, didn't he take over for Lincoln? Was that also Andrew Johnson? That was Andrew Johnson. So we have Andrew Jackson and Andrew Johnson? Correct. And I think Andrew Johnson was pretty ineffective. Well. And Andrew Jackson was pretty much a monster. Very effective, but an absolute genocidal genocidal maniac. (laughs) And a rabble rouser and an absolute, I mean. a a, Loose cannon. You can see it on the $20 bill how crazy he was. You can just see in his eyes. Yeah. I bet he was a real roll in the hay, though. Oh, sure, yeah. And Gabriel Aguirre. Those were our winners. Wonderful. That's yeah. a nice name. Well, what Rana, else should, you you wanna, should I read some comments or do you yeah, think we read should? read some comments. Okay. Hello, Ron and Brian. I caught up with the backlog of the chips episodes and upgraded to a chip and dip and nearly had a heart attack when Brian asked if I was a seal or walrus. Oh. <laughs> I don't remember that. Agent the seal. Remember we wanted oh, to right. write a children's story about Agent the seal? I did. I'm definitely, and he says, I'm definitely going to create Argent the Seal as Piranha's suggestion, and I'll post a little sketch. There was a popular French cartoon scene from the 80s called Bibifuck. Bibifuck. Wow. Renamed Seabirds in the English dub. They're both terrible names, I saw. And that's all I could think about now. P.S. I was eating chips and dip while listening to the chips and dip, specifically a local comfort food concoction called Can, can I Dip or Can I Dip. K-E-N-I-E, something that only the waspiest of wasp Americans could have created when they moved up here from Minnesota or in Indiana or Wyoming or Iowa, God knows where, because the people down there said, wow, these people are too waspy even for us. I'd be happy to share a recipe just so Ronna can marvel and disbelieve. Thank you for your wonderful podcast again, and of course, your dedication to those in need. Argent Gvaskinovk. Gvaskinovk. Schadenfreude and regret. <laughs> I would love to share Kanai Dip. Kanai is pronounced Kenai. So we okay. I, so we wrote back to him. We said, where's the recipe? Well, did you get it yet? Well, there it is. With much oh shame, God. Freud, and regret, I would love to share Kenai dip. Kenai is pronounced Kenai, fabulously Kenai enough. And I apologize for even bringing it up in retrospect. Rana. I just couldn't help it. Anyways, here goes. The two main ingredients are a pound of shredded cheddar cheese. A pound. A, a pound. This is a recipe, by the way. Uh, and two whole cups of mayonnaise. Oh, wow. Ke- I, I, you know what? Big Ed would love this. You can <laughs> eat it and use it on the pair. You know what? I was so upset. Okay. So let's get into that for a moment. All let's I could say was, who sold Ed that shirt? He was walking around in that hot pink nightgown. Nighty, exactly. And I, I said, who, who, the person who sold Ed that shirt should be arrested. I couldn't agree how more. How dare they sell him that fuchsia top like that? No kidding. And, then, and how dare he think it was, I mean, but he's, so, you know what? I hate to say it. That's a regular sized men's shirt. He's just so, you know, he's four foot eight. Well, Rana, I looked it he's up. Not he's not five feet tall. Vertebrae. Oh, he is? He What'd is. you find out about it? From a car accident thought, or from life? You know, I was don't Was he born know. that way? I think so. Missing two vertebrae. 
Ugh. Okay. That's what the word is. Step one, experience a pandemic breakup or death of a loved one, as this will be the only time you even <laughs> consider eating this. <laughs> Step two, mix the shredded cheese in mayonnaise with a teaspoon each of cayenne pepper, onion powder, garlic powder, and white vinegar. This recipe is winning me over. I know it is. I knew, of course, it was because you're from Texas. Once we got to that step, you're yeah. from Texas. It's true. Anytime it's true. you hear onion powder, garlic powder, and vinegar, you're interested. It's true. Step three, you're really yeah. going to be one over now. Finally, oh mince and add four ounces. That's a lot of yeah. fresh jalapenos. Usually, using usually two to four peppers. Honestly, Rana, this really, I just need this. I mean, this, this I need. Optional. You can also add a dash of Lowry seasoning salt and or a half a teaspoon of liquid smoke to taste. I'm in. Because they just have that lying around in Alaska, liquid smoke. Because they all live in frontier towns. Step four, mix well and serve cold in all caps with the corn chip of choice. Frito. The dip should, or those Frito. Have you had the lightly Frito salted dips. Frito scoops or the scoops. or the lightly salted Frito? Have you tried Ooh, the lightly? I haven't had those. Those sound lightly great. salted Fritos. Because the problem with Fritos is they're too salty. They are too salty. Just like Frosted Flakes are too sweet. Completely but if they agree. were just a little less sweet and a little less salty, why perfection. wouldn't why, like why wouldn't you just dive your face into that? I the dip should look like a greasy pale orange mass of something that looks like a gelatin mold of a brain used at bad Halloween parties. I'm going to be honest with you <laughs> that that is taking away all my desire for this. Was that sentence? Serves a dozen to 16 regular people <laughs> at a party. Four to eight people in an average Alaskan family. I see what's coming and I'm so excited. Or one solitary (laughs) Brian or podcast listener. Enjoy. Kiss, kiss. That's the problem. That is the problem is because a lot, honestly, it's basically a Texas chili recipe with except sub mayonnaise. So no meat, add mayonnaise. No meat, add mayonnaise. Well, it's like queso, but not all queso. It is. A, it's like cold queso. Yeah. So what? Cold I, queso. That should be a show. So should it? Instead of cold case. Oh, cold queso. Oh, yeah. that's your. Oh, that's going to be your drives and diners and dashes or whatever it's called. <laughs> yes. Cold queso with Brian Safi. Correct. Uh, my opinion is I am going to make this dip. Really? I'm going to do a video of myself making this dip if they're lucky. And I'm going to leave half of it. I'm going to leave one half of the 16 pounds of it on your doorstep in the carriage house. And then I want you to do a call and response video where you taste my queso. You taste I my, I'm you taste taste my keen eye dip and you let me know how it is. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to, I'm going to go buy those Fritos lightly salted so that I can have the experience I really want. You think I'm not going to deliver you a corn chip? I'm just going to deliver you dip. Well, I didn't want to ask. I mean, come on. What are we doing here? Thank you. But that was now, exciting. Now, we've got some pretty great questions this week. Okay. But I mean, we're um, the show's almost over. Oh, that's true. Should we just do one? Let's do one more question. Which one okay, do you want to do? Okay, which one looks good to you? The I mean, show's I already going love... on for two hours. It's already been an hour and a half since we started I sort of love the first one. Um, okay. Or, or the second. You should pick whichever one speaks to you, Brian. Or the third. They're all great. They actually are. These are all three really good questions. Yeah. 
Which one do you, I don't know. You I'll say the first or the third. Okay. Now pick which one. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, let's go with the first. I feel like this is sort of a, a question we never get. Okay. All right. Dear Rana and Brian, it says end guests, but they sent this to Patreon. So I know. I really wish people, I have to say, I'm, it I, does have, drive you crazy. I really I know want people crazy. to get that together because what it means is they're sending the question to two places. Yep. And they think I don't notice, but I notice. And so you're lucky you're getting answered on Patreon, but maybe that's why they put the end guest in parentheses. Okay. We'll give them the benefit of the doubt. The end guest is if there's a guest and if you put it on the free feed. Okay. I'll accept that. I'll accept that. Okay. All right. Dear All Rana, I can think about is this keen eye dip. Me too. Yeah. It sounds it sounds Hawaiian or something. Yeah. No, it's like uh, what's the oh, it's a lot in Alaska. Yeah, like Denali, a word like that. Yes. Yeah. I'm a 31 year old gay man suffering from male pattern baldness. Okay. It may Rana doesn't like this. It may make me a big pain. That <laughs> I don't like bald the, men. Is that what you're saying? No, no, but you you have said a few times that a, a, a man a man's haircut is very important. Yes, but on some men, that haircut oh, is I a see. shaved head. Got it. Yes, on okay, the right man. Some men are fortunate yes. enough to be able to pull off a great shaved head, and others not as much. Correct. Yeah, I am one of those not as much. It may make me a bit vain, but this has been a huge source of anxiety for me since my mid twenties. I started noticing my hair thinning when I turned 24, and since then I've been able to curb the hair loss through the daily use of Rogaine and Propecia. Mm. Because of my, that's pretty, I mean, you know, that those are the go-tos, I suppose. Yeah. Because of my efforts, I still have plenty of hair. Great. Because I am so thin on top, I felt as though premium products and treatments would be wasted on my weak strands. All that to say, I haven't been especially pampering of my hair. I keep it cut relatively short, buzzed on the sides with a little more length on top. I don't overly style, opting for a simple brush side part kept in place with a tiny bit of paste. I have a local walk-in barber give me a simple cut about once per month. It's a quick in and out cut and it's cheap, but I get what I pay for. Thanks to the shuttering of the local salons and barbershops due to COVID-19, I'm about three months due for a trim. And with my hair a bit longer, I'm starting to notice a lot more coverage and then experimented with some different ways to style it. It got me thinking about splurging on what little hair I have left. I thought he had plenty of hair because of that, that stuff. Anyway, here's what my question to you comes in. Where do I start? There's a high-end men's salon within walking distance where I wouldn't mind making an appointment, but I'm nervous as a salon, at salon etiquette. Can I ask the salon expert to recommend styles for my thin hair? How much does one tip at a high-end salon? I tip my barber 25 to 30%, but because the trim is so inexpensive to begin with. My friends say I'm being cheap. Hmm. And what kind of products do I need to splurge on if I'm going to commit to finally styling my remaining locks? I'm loving the show and Rana and Brian more and more every week. And I'll be appreciative of any advice you can offer. Sincerely, hair today, gone tomorrow. I hope Brian catches this callback. I don't. I don't catch it, but I love it. I maybe have said that before. Hair today, gone tomorrow. Ron, are you still there? Kiss today, goodbye. Tomorrow. Is that Melissa Manchester? I don't know. No. Oh, no, it's Sondheim. No, it's not Sondheim. It's chorus line. What I did for love. What People are screaming. People are screaming. I guarantee people are screaming. Brian, Brian. Oh, of course. We're going to get a thousand posts this week. Melissa Manchester, then I said Sondheim, which made... 
Everyone really snatched the wigs right off their heads. Well, I'm glad they got upset at you because I got two things wrong last week and people went nuts. Who was it we were we with? Oh, with Trixie. I was so nervous about having Trixie on the show. I got Robert Frost wrong and I got some stupid song from the 90s that, of course, I don't Like a Green Day something. Also, it is impressive that you even knew that genre, Rana. I mean, you were so close. Well, I'm not sick and I'm not well. Was that the song? Yeah. You wanted, but did Trixie play it for you at her sing along? No, she's going to play it at a future one because their set list was already planned. Oh, I see. Okay. We'll, we'll see. I mean, I'm keeping tabs. I certainly hope so. Yeah. Uh, Trixie was such a blast. We have to have her on again sometime. She's so fun. Yeah, she's a blast. Uh, okay. This is one of those sort of, is it really a question emails? What do you mean? There's a few questions here. Yeah. How okay. much do you tip at a salon? We could well, start first that. of all, the deal is he goes to a baba and that haircut's $20. Sure. So that's why his friends are calling him cheap because he says he tips 25 to 30% on $20. So he gives like a $7 tip or a $10 tip for a $20 haircut. And so every, all of his friends is saying he's cheap, which he is. Because but I give it, I give about a 25, 30% tip on my haircut. Yes, but your haircut isn't $20. Right, 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 right. So you're giving a great tip. Got it. Okay. And absolutely, that should carry over to the salon. If you, yeah. my opinion is if you get a cheap service like nails or something like that, you should, the idea of 15% or 20% goes out the window. Uh, yeah. Think about the margin that that person is living on. They're, let's say the manicure is $20. You do one of those walk in manicures at $15 or whatever. Manicure pedicure for $20. It's a lot of work. The only per- thing that person really gets is the tip. And you should not only tip them too much, you should hand it to them. So, yes, and in that cash. case, too much might be $10 or it might be $12 or whatever it might be. But that's the only money that person's getting. So that's why your friends think you're cheap, how you're treating the baba. At a high-end salon, again, I think standard, I, 15, 20, 25, whatever depending on how good the service is or the, you know, 15 at a minimum. Yeah. And if you have a relationship with the person, you could tip them a little more. For instance, at my salon, they always get me, I say, I'm coming to New York tomorrow. I need to get in. They get me in and they know I tip well. I just say, I think this is one of those things where I do over tip just because my guy is the guy who cuts my hair is, is pretty, he's pretty popular. He's always booked. You're paying paying for the convenience and for the relationship. Yes. When all of this COVID business started, I called the salon was one of the first places I called and said, can I buy this many blow dries or sessions or whatever just to try and help? And I know you did the same with your guy to just try and cover the bills a little bit. Yeah. And I think that's greatly appreciated. And I think people remember stuff like that. Because it's hard to find someone who can really even, I mean, I think people think of this as only like a a, a women's thing. I, 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 but it is hard to find someone who you like that cuts your hair well. It is actually very difficult. Isn't it nice to be appreciated when you do a good job at something? Yeah. People compliment you. Never stop giving Brian compliments. No matter how no, famous he you? gets, he loves to hear how great he is at what he does. I'm enormously famous. And please keep him coming. He wants to know about products and things. I, I would say, honestly, I've recommended it before. My favorite products, I use a pomade Baxter also. of California. Those are my favorites. Yeah. 
but I'm sure there are. And that's the one that the guy who cuts my hair uses, which yeah. is how I got into that to begin with. So I just use the one that he uses. Um, Did you notice they had an Amex deal Baxter of California? Yeah. You better believe I yeah. stocks up. Yeah. I got my points. Yeah. I know. What are we going to do with these points? Was just waiting for a hundred thousand dollars. They don't expire. Do uh, waiting they? for a hundred thousand dollar vacation. No, they don't expire. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Uh, but you can yeah, use I them like to pay on Amazon, but I don't think it's a good conversion, right? Personally. Yeah. Yeah. I would say in terms of products, it's very rare that I, before this person, it's very rare that I would buy a product from a hair salon unless you really loved what they, how they used it and what they did with it. And there's nothing wrong with, even if, because a lot of times in these salons, they'll say, oh, this is what I used today. uh, And I'm going to leave it at the counter for you. You're under zero Zero. obligation to buy those things. Zero. If you want to see how the stuff he puts in your hair wears in your hair for a couple of days, this place is down the street from you. That's a good idea because for some people, I don't have greasy hair, but for some people, if you put something in your hair, it can turn to grease or it can go flat or it can do whatever. If you love what he uses, use that, you know. I would also say like when you, I know that it, it can, kind of actually can be a little bit intimidating to go to somewhere new to get your hair cut. But if someone's unfriendly or it makes you feel uncomfortable, that's you shouldn't your, go there anyway. That's not your person. That's not your person. And if you yeah. can't I mean, you have a conversation, when you sit, here's another thing I think. When people sit down in the barber's chair or the hairdresser's chair, or whatever, I think they think they have to be quick, 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 because that person's quick. When you go in there for the first time, you sit down, it is your, that is your moment to have a consultation. Yep. And if that is also someone that you keep coming back to, but that you think that you have, you want to talk about something. For instance, with a colorist, sometimes they'll just do the same thing and have your formula ready. But if you want to make a change, when you book the appointment that time, you should say, let so-and-so know I'm thinking about making a change or that I want to talk about my haircut. And they say, great. In their mind, the stylist says, okay, great. I'm going to take three minutes at the top. And a lot of stylists will sit you down and say, what's going on today? Let's talk about what's happening. But if they don't, and don't be afraid to say exactly what you want of or what you're thinking so that they can react off that. But don't ever think that, well, they're, they're, this is a nice salon. They probably haven't figured it out. No, you should say what you the want. The other thing they love is honestly, if you bring pictures and you say, can I pull this yes. off? Can I pull this yep. off? And, but also be prepared because there's nothing I hate, a stylist hates more than this for them to say, you don't have the hair for this. Yeah. Or I can't. You can't pull off an icy blonde, an icy Scandinavian blonde. Obviously, sure. I overheard them say that to somebody else. Right, I was going to say they wouldn't say that to you. No, but you can pull it off. I'm pulling it off. Right. Yes. I'm pulling it off right now. Right before my eyes. <laughs> anyway, the only other thing I will say, with all this propecia and this Rogaine and etc., I do think you have to be careful. I think that's I've heard. If, if this guy's not experiencing any symptoms, then great. I'm not going to get involved. But I think you have to be careful with that stuff because there are people that have adverse reactions to that. And I think specifically Propecia. I think Rogaine causes some much. sort of impotence or something. Sexual dysfunction. Yes. Yeah, in, in, in more people than they had originally. Um, it's a thing. Had Yes. Had, yeah. had, had uh, reported. And the other thing is, and also I just don't know if you want to take something like that forever. I mean, again, it really depends. Some people can just start shaving their head and pull it off, and that is what it is. And it's incredibly attractive on some people. 
And it's your hairline. It is. But there are people that look better with a little help and a little, you know. I wonder also, I don't want to, I don't want to suggest this too much because it's really a Hollywood trick and in, in civilian hands, it can get carried away. But there you are think people you should put a weave in? That, no, but there are people that use a little bit of that spray. Yes, that which like, sometimes uh, can fill, fill in. in fill in a little bit of a thinner spot here and there. Just the tiniest touch of that can yes. uh, can really help with your hairline a little bit. Not in the front. Yes. I don't mean your hairline in the front, but just fill things no, in a bit. Filling in on that. And um, I would say, if you're not taking a vitamin with a biotin or something like that, you should be taking some sort of a hair skin. What's that? Hair skin and nails. Biotin oh. is just great for your nails and your hair and your skin and and. I think it's the kind of thing that a lot of men don't pay attention to, that women pay attention to, but men don't pay attention to. And Does it I don't come know in a powder it, or like a liquid. No, I like mean, in a other words, supplement, like a pill. So could you crush some of that up and put it in my um, Kiavi? Oh, can I put it in your Kenai? Kenai. You want to buy it in collagen Kenai? <laughs> I actually do have a thing of that collagen powder. Does that stuff yeah. work? I don't know, but it kind of yeah. hurt. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know yeah. what? I'm tapped out for today. I am, Rana. I'm so tired, and and I have so many things that I want to watch. Yeah. So I think yeah. So listen, we're gonna we've got the book club coming up next week. Beautiful Ruins by Jess Walter. By the way, Jess Walter's a man. I did know that, but I, I only didn't. found that when I went to buy the book. And yeah, I have same. to say, the cover makes it seem like it's not written by a man. No, it certainly doesn't. Yeah, it's a very pretty cover. It's a very beautiful. Somebody cover. Instagrammed it to us, and it looked great. Uh, so next week we have book club during that yes. episode, we'll announce our quiff picks for the, for the week after. Very excited. And we'll do, uh, you'll do yours and I'll do mine and who knows. Yeah. And then for the month after coming up. So we oh have boy. Cynthia joining us for beautiful ruins. Cynthia Sweeney joining us for beautiful ruins. We sure do. She has been instructed to choose a Sydney Sheldon novel for us for the <gasps> month following. I'm so, I've never read one, Rana. I'm so excited. So, but I Now's might, but I might just do the picking. I might just pick my favorite Sydney Sheldon okay, from fine. back in the day. But we're going to do a Sydney Sheldon next month. Fabulous. As discussed. To really usher in summer. Why not? Yeah. We could all use a little fantasy escape. And there's nobody that plots like Sydney Sheldon. I can't wait. P-L-O-T-S, not Z. Okay. And then we have a pride shirt coming, maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Who knows? Will it, it'll, Who knows? If, it, if it's coming, it'll be announced and uh, released on June 1st. That's very exciting. And on the free feed, we have so... Oh, should we tell them who I guessed us? This is like... I, I mean, mean we've is, really gotten into, is, into the habit of actually, leaking the guest over here, if you haven't this noticed. Is a hu- this is a huge... I don't know how you do it, Rana. I really don't, because this is a huge one. I ask. That's how I do it. But how do you even get to, I mean, how do you get to that Not point to mention, she's on a total media tour right now because she has because a that special movie. that just came out. Yeah. Kimmy, Choose your own adventure. Kimmy versus the Reverend. Excuse me. Friend of the show. Dear friend yeah. of mine. Cutest thing you could, I mean, never really disappoints. Is. Never disappoints. No. She's so, so fun. She isn't so fun to email with. I mean, she's fun over email. She's one of the, you know how much energy it takes to be fun over email? Yeah. I mean, I told you I gave up on that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Brian gave up email during the pandemic. (laughs) Uh, In any event, Ellie Kemper. I can't believe my ears. I mean, star after star after star. It's true. That's what's going on here. It's a parade of stars. 
Oh my God. This is it. This might be the, this might be, we're at, we're reaching Mount Olympus. We have point. a couple of other fun things cooking up and I don't want it to, you know, we can't announce them until we can announce them. But no. I just want to say that the, that the Ask Rana with Rana and Brian Lab never really closes. It doesn't. And we've got our research and development team just pushing more exciting things all the time. It is. So. Um, but we are hooked. We are hooked in to NASA. We are hooked in <laughs> to, all, to up and coming authors. We're, we're hooked into up and coming performers and also legendary ones, creators, innovators. It's unbelievable. This operation. Keep an eye out for our keen eye video. If we can, if we can get it, if we can get all the ingredients at the store, did they even mention lemon juice? It's not even there in there. White wine vinegar. Best. I might have to have the recipe though. I don't think I can make it. Yeah, I think that's I don't think I can get my hands on two pounds of shredded cheddar. And I'll tell you the other thing I'm gonna do. Yeah. I'm gonna make it with the cheapest ingredients possible. And yeah, I don't, well, that's how it's meant to be made. Yes, exactly. Because I think yeah. people make the mistake of saying, Oh, for Thanksgiving, I'm gonna make an elevated broccoli cheddar casserole. No. Velveeta. That's the taste people are looking for. Completely. So for Wanna, this, I, I'm not going to do my elevated. I'm going to do my version, the, the right can version. Can I share one quick waspy story with you? Please. So last summer, I was in New England over the 4th. Sure. As with you remember. Arden Marine. Arden Marine. Yes. In a little, little Miss Old Compton, did her book come out yet? Not yet, but it's, uh, you can pre-order. It's a pre-order, yeah. Um, but I would go to these like, backyard parties with her because you sort of just go from one house to the next to the next it's a cookout incredibly land rich but otherwise completely cheap homes yeah. the, the people who live there very waspy these people would take their own chips and dip because it was all b-i-o-b and b-y-o-f at all of them b-y-o-f food bring your food no yeah they might have burgers there themselves but otherwise the people, everyone there would pack up their dips. Like a cooler bag? Yep. At the end of the day, at the end of the party, bring them home and then bring them back to the party the next day. That is it's the, unbelievable. the waspiest thing I've ever heard. Why is that? Why do, what, what is that? Because move? they're the cheapest, pe- that's like people that bring wine to your house and if you don't open it, they take the bottle home. Has that oh. ever happened to you? You I went, don't know that it If you ever want to be invited to my house twice. If you ever want to be invited to my house twice. Someone brought JoJo's once and took them home. Traded JoJo's? Yeah. Well, I can't blame them for that. They're only available at Christmas. Trader Ho-Ho-Ho's, as That's I call true. them. Were they peppermint yep. JoJo's or regular they JoJo's? Were, no, they was tis the season. They were peppermint. Well, I can't blame them for that. I was so excited they were going to leave them, and they took no, them. No, that's outrageous. That is yeah. outrageous. But that's what these people do. Yeah. And they're rich. No. It's just, they're just... Cheap, cheap. That's very New England. Just very cheap wasps. And also, they were old. Were they old? These people are young. Oh yeah, on the older end. Yeah, that's what old people do. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's my idea. But how about the idea? It's it's a whole. It's a fascinating level of comfort too. The idea of well, what do I want to? When they get there, do they share the dip with other people? Everyone can eat on it. Everyone can eat the dip when it's there. But when I leave, I take it with me. Yep, and then I'll bring it back tomorrow. With, by the way, with the cli- with the bag of chips and the and the clip on it. Yeah, and then the f- and did they have any of that port wine cheese? Yes, yes, with the with the pink and orange cheese. And they're all yeah. all the women are named like Heath. Yes, and the, <laughs> and the Boison, they love a little Boison. Also. Love a Boison. Yeah, an herbed, yeah. an Alouette. Yep. Yeah. Okay. 
You know what? Well, We're giving these people too, too much, much content. I We've know. got to stop. It's enough already. Or do we? Okay. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll just assume you're going to listen to this the second it comes out. And a watch it, excuse me, if you sauna privileges. Correct. If you want to give yourself a little treat upgrade to sauna privileges, it's five I'm extra dollars a month. How much and how many cents is that a day, Brian? Can you do the math on that? I couldn't possibly. $10 a month in cents? Okay, yes. It's only five extra. It would only be five extra. Oh, yeah. That's that's 500 pennies. 500 pennies a month. Divided by 30. What's that? Can't do Uh, the math. 60. 60 cents. Six Six cents. Six cents a day. You could be watching this. I'm lying. Whatever it is, it's not much. (laughs) That's all I can tell you. It's less than the price of a cup of coffee, as Sally Struthers used to say. It is. Yeah. That's right. Oh, I miss her. Okay. All right. Kiss, kiss. We'll see you on the free feed for for more of the same behavior you got here today. I hate to say Yeah. So apologies to all my privileged members. (laughs) Okay. Kiss, kiss. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.